0: hello 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 hey y'all hey um welcome this is Dr. Samaria M. Colbert if you're new to wherever you're watching this from because this is on multiple platforms uh welcome thank you for rejoining me um I smug my, my channel slowly begins to grow and I'm grateful uh, but if you're new, who am I? I am a licensed therapist. I have over sixteen years, uh, close, uh, over sixteen years of experience. Actually, close to eighteen now. <laughs> um, but I love uh being a counselor and a therapist, and I love what I do. Uh, I'm also just a kingdom citizen. I give you kingdom principles that really affect and impact our lives. And so, I'm not necessarily talk about something that's mental health related today, but it is going to bless your life. About me, I've written over 60 books. I did the final count, <clears throat> the final count, and I'm close to 70 at this point. So sometime in the new year, okay, in 2024, which we are almost upon ourselves, I will be able to announce I have written 70-plus books, okay? <laughs> and I'm so grateful to God for the glory. Um, I uh, have a podcast. Um, I have my own private practice. And... um. I um, we're located in Greensboro, and I absolutely love my private practice. Okay, and so welcome, big hugs. Hopefully, you had a wonderful uh, holiday season, whichever you celebrate. Uh, and I said, believe that I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm not really a huge Christmas fan, believe it or not. However, this is uh, I, I'm pre-recording this, but when you are watching this, it will be uh, uh, closer to New Year. We're not at the New year, but we got a few more days and then we will be saying happy new year. We're not quite there yet. um, And so I wanted to, again, uh, uh say happy new year. Um, Hopefully you guys, this is a kind of caveat to the last uh, teaching that hopefully you have I've gotten. And that is called growth. Uh, it was called the growth mindset or the winner's mindset. I couldn't decide whether I wanted to call the growth mindset or the winner's mindset. And I talked to you about my process and my strategy of winning. And meeting my goals. And so hopefully you still have time. I did give you all the 2024 uh, Growth Mindset Planner. It is only $5 and it's available for digital download. And so that means you can upload that, (coughs) excuse me, to your uh, uh, electronic devices, whether it be your phone or your Apple devices, your Android devices. And you can use that if you choose as your planner, okay, as your 2024 planner. Um and if you got if 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 you don't plan to win, honey, you plan to lose. And remember, um, a vision without action steps is just a wish. Faith without works is dead. And wishbone does not give you to get you to manifestation, right? And so I said in that last teaching, which I won't uh, reiterate, but just in case you maybe just you tipped on this one, or you didn't look at that one. Make sure you look at that one. I talked about um, how there's a part that God wants us to do, and then there's a part that. Uh, he wants uh, us to do. And there's a part that he's going to do. And uh, we don't do our part, honey. He can't do his part. And a part of our process really is to train us. Um, but as I was uh, was uh, contemplating and I, and I said last time, um, I don't know if I said it last time, but I talked about how God will cause things to grow. And I was in prayer. I don't know if I said it in the last, but I heard uh, the Lord say, I will cause it to grow. And so as we are doing our part, (coughs) excuse me, and being obedient to what God has told us to do, the key word here is obedient, because you'd be surprised at people that want to walk into uh, their divine place. You want to walk into a new season out of place, out of line, out of water. You know, your your man's strategy is not going to get you to God's purpose or promise. So God gives the promise, but he also gives us instructions of what we must do, okay? And so... Uh, I want to talk to you about a book that I wrote and it's going to bless your life. It's called Let Down Your Nets. And I want to really clarify God's supernatural ability to increase us in every area of our life. Uh, When I looked through scripture, what I found is that God will supernaturally birth out your entrepreneur business. He'll supernaturally cause your ministry. He'll supernaturally cause uh, um, favor to fall in your direction. And so uh, the let down your nets really broke down the key strategies and systems and patterns of what God does. Because once God says it's time, it is brothers and sisters time. And everything that you worked for, he'll manifest it just like that. You don't have to nickel and dime people. You don't have to do 51 million uh, uh, fundraisers. Disobey God, hear his instructions, and when it is time, growth. And so I want to start, I'm just going to give you like 10 different principles, <clears throat> okay, about God's supernatural growth pattern. And uh, and then we'll be done for today. I want to start by reading you some scripture. And I want to read this from the Living Bible. I do like to read from different uh, translations in one of the apps that I use. You can go to BibleGateway.com. Everybody heard about Bible Gateway, but just in case you haven't, it's Bible Gateway. Um, And I'm going to start by reading uh, from the infamous text when Jesus said, let down your nets. So that's, and I'm going to read this slowly. So Luke 5, uh, 1 through 11 in the Living Bible. And it reads, one day as he was preaching on the shore of Lake Gethsemane, great, I know I pronounced that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) great crowds press in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats standing at the water's edge while the fishermen washed their nets. They're washing their nets, beloved, because they were getting ready to call it a day. Stepping into the one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out a little into the water so he could sit in the boat and speak to the crowd from there. Mm-hmm. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, "Now go out where it is deeper, and let down your nets. You'll catch a lot of fish." Simon said, <laughs> "Simon said." Simon replied, <laughs> "Lord, we worked all night and didn't catch a thing." The King James Version says, "We toiled all night, and we caught." nothing, but if you say so, we'll try again. At this time, so they did it, right? At this time, their nets became so full, they began to tear, verse seven, and shout for help, brought their partners to the other boat, and soon other boats were filled with fish, and they were on the verge of sinking because so many people, so many fish, They caught so many fish, so they went from. Watch this. They went from one place in their life where they had been working all night. Toiling is what the King James Version says. Let me just let me just pop up the King James Version because I want I want to kind of break it down. Um, uh, and he says, "Master, okay." Let me go back, verse five, Luke five, King James verse, and and Simon answered, "Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing." Nevertheless, this is obedience at thy word, I will let down the nets. Let's go back to the living Bible. we we'll gonna stay there. So in the same night, watch this. At the same time, they had been applying what they knew in their field of practice, doing what they were skilled at For a long time, all night. Okay? So I want you to go with me here because it's going to make all night. And watch this. And they caught nothing. How many of us get to a place and like, God, I've been diligent. I've been doing what you called me to do. I've been obedient. And I haven't quite got to what, to the manifestation or the promise that you have called me to, that you showed me that vision. But watch this it is God's word that causes the growth. Don't give up in your toiling season because manifestation is coming. If I was in church, I'd shout right there. Ha, la, 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 la. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, go with me here. I feel like I'm I feel little churchy today. I don't really know why. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about it, okay? All right. If you go again, uh Matthew chapter 14, we're gonna read this um uh from the new the living Bible. Um and uh yeah that's Matthew 14, living Bible. And again, you want to follow along, just pull up that app or or go to BibleGateway.com. We'll read it together. Watch this. Um, That evening, so Jesus was teaching again and so many of the crowd were waiting for him. Verse So when Jesus came out to the wilderness, a vast crowd was waiting for him and he pitied, pitied them and he healed them. So many people were so attracted to the word of God that they waited for Jesus. And he began to attract crowds of people. That evening, verse 15, the disciples came to him and said, it's already past time for supper and there's nothing to eat here in the desert. They said, send the crowds away so that they can go to the village and buy some food. And you really got to be hungry for the word of God. You sat there all day, you haven't eaten and the people got to, the disciples said, we got to send them away so they can get them something to eat. That's, that's hungrier for the word of God. That's hunger for Jesus. But Jesus replied, verse 16, that isn't necessary. You feed them. The disciples replied, what? We only have five small loaves of bread and two fish. Mind you, beloved, there are thousands of people there. And the only thing they got the extra, somebody brought Five small loaves of bread and two fish. Something ain't right here. How are we gonna feed these people? Verse 18, bring them here, Jesus said. Verse 19, then he told the people to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish looked into the sky. He blessed the meal. He broke the loaves apart, gave the disciples, gave them to the disciples to place before the people. And everyone ate until they were full on five on, on five rolls of bread. Two, well, how, 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 because God caused it to grow. Don't look at your lack. Just be obedient. And uh, verse 20, And everyone ate until they were full. And then when the craps were picked up afterwards, they were 12. Baskets full, left over. Verse twenty one. About five thousand men were in the crowd that day, besides women and children. So there was more than five thousand people fed that day. They were only counting the men, but they had women. They had men there, which it was five thousand. Then they had women and children. They didn't count us women, honey, or the children, baby, all the babies. But the, everybody got everybody ate, and they had leftovers. But they started with what barely nothing, five loaves of bread. That's How do you go from five to 5,000? Defeating 5,000. It was God's supernatural plan that caused it to grow. Pick up my growth planner, y'all. I'm telling you, you do your part. And it may not happen right away, but in the timing of God, it'll cause it to grow. Let's look at one last thing. I love this one because it teaches us how even when you're in a desperate situation, you don't have any connections or contacts. You don't know how to get from one. You don't know who, excuse me. You don't have uh, the latest and greatest. You don't got the best. You don't have someone that has uh, divine connections and, and hookups. You're not hooking up and and, and and trying to connect yourself into places and spaces uh, that God has not called you to. When you are in the will of God, he's not sending you to people with connections because what what happen is uh if if the person with the connections to get, could get you where you needed to be watch this then they will take credit that's pride for what God is trying to build in your life he's not looking for the best he's looking for obedience this is why God will bless a no name no title ain't jacking for nobody's position i mean i mean I mean, ain't got hardly no social media. Don't really know anybody that, well, I know people, but they, they, they got like connections, connections like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll use a no-name nobody. Hmm. God does not do things like the world thing. You can't network your way into your kingdom assignment. All right? All right, let's do one more before I give you my 10 points. All right, I'm excited about this one. Because... I'm telling you, I want to inspire you. We got a few more days left in this year, but make it your business, hunty. Make it your business. Make it your business to just obey God. He'll do the rest. He's not going to give you all the parts. And half the time, the people that we keep trying to connect ourselves with and, and do the absolute most, they ain't got the goods because God is not going to allow anybody to take his credit. He doesn't call people like man. Call man is looking for the most popular, and the best, and the one that's jockey for position, the person that's gonna stroke ego. That's what man looks for. But set your mind, set your mind on just being obeying God. I feel like I'm preaching already. Oh yeah, let me turn the lighting up because this is kind of there. We go. Oh, Got change the light. There we go. There we go. Second King chapter four, start the uh, first verse, again, li- uh, New Living Bible. One day, the wife of the seminary students came to Elijah to tell him of her husband's death. He was a man who loved God, she said, but he had old money when he died. And now the creditors uh, was dem- demanding it back. I heard a, a preacher years ago said, the creditors are coming. If she didn't pay it, she would, but he would take her sons, who the creditors would take her sons and they would have to work as slaves until, watch this, until uh the debt was paid. You know, we, we get upset about the credit score, honey, but I'm telling you, we didn't live in the Bible days like Jesus. Verse two, what shall I do, Elijah asked. Uh, how much, uh, what shall I do, she said. Elijah asked, well, how much food do you have in your house? And she said, nothing at all except a jar of olive oil, she replied. Listen to this. She obeyed the prophet. Listen to this. Then borrow, about but a few. That's what the King James Version. Is. The Living Version is borrow many pots and pans from your friends and neighbors, he instructed. Go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. So when God gives you a strategy, you don't start announcing the strategy to everybody. Go in your house. I, and, I, and the reason why I'm saying this because I, I did another study, which I'm not going to uh, release. And it was, I it's not my, I title uh, what I study about just so I know what was the topic. And I, and I studied on shut the door, right? So after God gives you a strategy, you go and you shut the door behind you. Pull the oil from the jar into the pots and pans, setting them aside as they are filled. So she did this. Her sons brought pots and pans to her and she filled one after the other after the other, so every container was filled to the brim. It kept flowing. So then she said to her sons, okay, well give me another jar. And they said, oh, there's no many. There's no more jars. And then the oil stopped. Listen to this. The only reason why The oil stopped because she she ran out of jars. She started, according to the scripture, with a small jar of olive oil. Now she's she's filling up jars and pots and pans to the brim. What happened? What God caused it to supernaturally grow. Man, I could shout right there. She had to still Obey God's instructions. You don't have to create your own strategy. I, I some people under the sound of it was your you, you it's not working because you're not asking God for a strategy, and then once He gives you a strategy, you're not obeying the strategy that God gave you. So you don't get God is not going to grow. Listen to this: our disobedience. It is a requirement for growth. Now I love how the KJV version reads this, and I'm going to give you some points. Just hang with me here. We're almost done. Verse four, King verse: Thou, thou art come. Thou shalt shut the door upon thee and thy son. Now shall pour all the vessels, and thou and and she set them aside till they were full. So she went in obedience. She wasn't saying, "Well, how this going to happen? Who I need to hook up with? How many neighbors I got to go to?" She was obedient. I want you to determine 2024. If you're not going to obey God, just watch out. I mean, it sounds real crazy, but watch why out about the promises of God when you're not going to obey him. I was just thinking about this the other day. There's If if God, watch this, if we don't, what other avenue do we have if if we don't follow God's instructions? The problem becomes in life When we, we, we want our own way. And then we want to ask God to bless what he never started. But the Bible tells us that God is going to cause us to grow. He'll cause your bit, your mindset, your mentality, your heart is going to grow. Your relationships that are God ordained will grow your business and your entrepreneur endeavors will grow. You won't, if you, if that's what you desire, because everybody doesn't want to desire that, and that's fine. If you want to be a full-time entrepreneur or a six-figure earner or even a millionaire, it's going to grow. You don't have to nickel and dime people and get yourself, I'm not telling you, don't, don't do anything and get your sales strategy and, and profile out over people and, 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 and doing the absolute most Just say, God, this is your business. This is your ministry. You, this is the people that you called me to connect with. Like, this belongs to you, God. What's your strategy? You'd be surprised. People want to build things and don't ask God His strategy. And then we keep hitting that brick wall. It ain't working. Cause God sent back like, well, I'm a witness to this and, 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 I'm I'm not here to brag at all about, about me or what I've accomplished in life. I'm a very quiet person. I wasn't raised. Um, my parents did the best they could, but I wasn't raised with people. We didn't have uh, connections, a lot of money. I was raised very, very poor. And so, uh, you know, and, and I had a certain mindset when I was younger. I didn't know uh the things that God would cause me to accomplish. When I was younger, I just I remember saying I just I just want a job when my bills are paid I had to worry about, about a lot of stuff because when I was a kid I worry about like how I'm gonna eat and things like that. Even I never missed a meal. I'm just saying as a kid I was always very like um uh wise and weird. <laughs> I was like thinking about stuff like kids I was supposed to think about. Like I was thinking about bills and stuff because I I was just an old soul and so a lot of things that I've been able to accomplish in life I didn't have a plan for and it was very scary because if you know my personality type I've always been very quiet kind of reserved person I just had a different mentality and so um all I know to do in life is to ask God what should I do because I know what I desire but I never had the mindset I never thought I could accomplish it like I knew I, I, I knew I was different and I always knew that I had to work for whatever one. I, I, I never had this mentality where I just thought that life was going to hand me. I never, I call it a Christian Lotto mentality. You know, one day I'm going to have it and it's going to show up in my bank account and I'm just going to believe God. I just, you know, I never, I never believed that. And so everything that I've learned and, and come to accomplish in life, uh, even now being someone that's known, I just learned um, to really just trust God. I learned to seek his face, He's gonna give me instructions and then I move forward. <clears throat> Remember, God has the promise, but he also has the plan. And oftentimes people will shout at the promise and they don't stop for further instructions about the plan. And then we think we're in God's will because God gave me a promise. Hallelujah. And God said, Yeah, I gave you the promise, but you didn't add. I, I I told I didn't tell you to go there. I didn't tell you to do this. I didn't tell you to connect with this person. I didn't tell you to go over there. I didn't tell you none of that. I just told you to promise. But I'm a witness. I'm a witness. I don't have connections. I'm still a quiet person. I'm not really shy, but I'm quiet. But God has blessed me in so many different ways in my life. And he still can tell me I'm not wealthy yet. So I'm on my way. It's going to happen. You watch it. Everything I know in life. And I'm not telling you to brag. Like I'm so spiritual. I just, I just, I just trusted God. I just knew. Like if God told me, it, I, I wasn't, and I struggle with fear a lot. I wasn't going to allow my fear to override my faith. If God told me go speak to that person about your next business move, I'm going to do it, whether how afraid I am. And I don't understand the logic of not, obe- <clears throat> not obeying God's voice. Or God gave me a promise, now I got to figure out my own way. There is a way that seems right to a man, but then the end leads to an instant, destruction. If you don't ask God concerning your business or your ministry or your relationships, what other resolve do you have? But when you make God, when you make God and his will for your life and his instructions for your life, he's going to put it in your hand but there's something that you have to do. And just like in all these three examples, God calls it to grow, but it would never have grown without obedience. Peter knows disciples could have been like, well, nah, I ain't doing nothing because I'm tired. I've been at this all night. I'm not doing it. And they wouldn't have reaped the harvest. Whoever gave those five loaves of bread and two fish, they could have not done it. So point number i I'm gonna give you 10 points about how God's supernatural growth. And again, you can pick up that, booklet, that, that book, let down your nets. It'll be in the description box below. It'll It's available paperback or digital download, okay? Uh, point number one, God will cause your seed to grow. Whatever you have in your hand, right? Whatever you dedicate, he'll cause it to grow. Uh, the people, uh, 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 he'll cause it to grow, right? The five loaves and the two fishes, those were the seed. The uh the woman, um, uh, the 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 widow woman, it was her little bottle of oil that God's caused it to grow. So God will cause it to grow. Put number two, when your seed is submitted, then he's gonna bless it. God is not going to bless disobedience, rebellion, He's not gonna bless our selfish ambition. He's not gonna bless our pride. When your seed is submitted, God will bless it and cause it to grow. Are you submitted? Okay, that's in offering To you. you cannot. I don't care which I don't care what these messages y'all be preaching on Titus. <clears throat> um, a pastor preached an excellent message. Broke that thing down all the way. I will never even touch that, but. Tithing is a godly thing. And if you don't tithe and you don't give, you cannot ask God to supernatural grow. You you just you can't do it. Okay. Put number three, God has to develop our character to, to sustain the vision. That's why oftentimes we have that toiling season because that's the teasing. That's a season where God is developed. See, having a successful business and sustaining a successful business is. Two different things, having a successful relationship and sustaining a su- successful relationship are two different things. The Bible says a man gifts makes room for him and brings him for great men. It does not mean that you're going to sustain the, the level. Of, so you so the, the process and all the time that toiling season is that season of learning, growing and perfecting your gift, but it's teaching you one your character, uh, your integrity, but it's also developing your excellence. And I always tell people mentorship and development happen in secret places, not in open places. You'll never be developed in open places. in secret places first. Okay? Put it in God's hand. Give it to God. If you give it to God, he's going to give it back to you. Some 30, some 60, some, some 100 fold is what I talked about in my last um, teaching. Right? But give it to God. You're not throwing it away, you're surrendering it. You know? Um, if that woman, the widow woman had held on to the little bottle of that's all I got, she wouldn't reap the harvest, right? If the gentleman with the five loaves and two fishes hadn't gave it to God, God, this business this belongs to you. But it's not my 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 this. is, I telehealth out here, but you know my office <laughs> across the street. Okay, um, <clears throat> God, this business belongs to you. God, my heart belongs to you. You're the Lord of my life. You are the CEO. You are my supervisor. God, this ministry belongs to you. Give it to God. It does not belong to you. Okay, point number three, obedience is a requirement for growth. Obedience, not your shout, not your flip, your dip, your back flip, your forward flip or slip or dip. It is obedience. Okay? Okay. Uh what's so, what? Okay, that was five. Uh, couple more, we're done. Six, when God blesses it, no man can take it from it. Oh, let me <laughs> hold on. When God blesses it, no man can take it from you. There are two different things that happen. Um sometimes people put a God said on things and it's not really God, it's their pride or it's their manipulation. You know, I was, I, I did, and I don't remember where I did because I talked so much, but I, I talked about, uh, in previous, uh, uh sessions, one of my was I had people that put me under tremendous amount of pressure and they kept saying, God said, God said, God said, and you better be obedient <clears throat> to what God said. Cause he said this and, hold on. And, um, God didn't say that. I went to God and said, God, now wait a minute yeah. See, if, listen to me, I want y'all to hear me. If God told you that, he would have told me that. A lot of times, people put us under pressure. And they say, God said, God said, God said, God said. And God didn't say that. It's their manipulation. And they're trying to put a God said onto something to validate uh, what their agenda is. Uh, So if God said it, okay, he's going to confirm it. But watch this. When it's God and when you obey Him, no one can take you from, no one can take it from you. I was praying about the situation. I don't know if I want to do you want to share. I'm, I'm gonna change up a little bit. I said, God, now this over here ain't right. Come on in. He said, Samaria, when it's really me and when I open that door, no one can remove you from the door that I've already placed you. Okay, so. If you give yourself the open door, the minute people are offended, they don't like you, whatever happens, they'll change their mind. They can remove you from a place because man put you there. But when this God, no man can remove you from a place that God has, God has placed you at. It is not only his power that causes us to grow, but it's his power that causes us to sustain. Right. So it's better just to wait on God, honey. Just wait on God. <laughs> Point number seven, it is disobedience that causes um, it to stop. And again, I didn't, uh, you can read, I think, of Joshua chapter seven, the battle of Achan, the battle of Ai, excuse me. Uh, when someone brought in a cursed thing into the camp, the people of Israel, couldn't win a battle they could have easily won before. You, when things are not growing and you're having a, a a difficult season, there are two reasons why that will happen. Sometimes it's just your season of pruning because God is preparing you for the next level. I talked to you about in, in times past how uh, read, Deuteronomy chapter, uh, read Deuteronomy chapter eight with another scripture that Saul, uh, Apostle Paul, a different text says, a great and affectionable door has opened to me. And with it comes many adversaries. So you're going to have seasons in life where it's just an adversarial season and maybe it's just a Job season. So you may have chaos that you brought on and then it's just a season of pruning. Either way, all things are going to work together for the good of them that love God and are according to his purpose. But I want to be clear that when you disobey God, it causes a ripple effect in every area of your life. Our choices dictate our destiny, right? Okay, point number eight, we will always have a toiling season, hold on. On your journey, you will have a toiling season. A toiling season is a season where you're working hard and it feels or appears as if you're not getting any results. Or the results that you saw in your mind, you're not, it's like a slow drip, slow drip, slow drip, slow drip. Um, there are three levels of prosperity. I, I think I wrote this in my book on business there's not enough, there's just enough, and there's more than enough. And so you may have a season where you're doing everything that God called you. You will. You're toiling and it feels like you're not reaping any harvest or results. Don't give up in that season. It's only a season. It's only a temporary season. Point number nine, we're almost done. Y'all just go with me. Promotion does not come from man. It comes from God. True promotion. If man promotes you, I'm telling you, it's not in the interim, in the moment, it feels good, but it's not God and man will snatch it from you as soon as they change their mind. Or God will tear it up like they did at the Tower of Babel. But when it is God, he sustains it. But God is the one who puts people up and brings people down. Psalms uh, 75, uh, 6 and 7, I'm reading from the King James Version, and it reads, For promotion cometh neither from the east, the north, the west, nor the south, but God. But God. God is the judge. He put one up. He put one down and he setteth one up. Let your diligence and your faithfulness and your character and your hard work and your study be dedicated unto God. And when it is time, he's going to promote you. And again, cause your business and cause your ministry and cause your books and cause all the things that he has prepared of you, that he has told you to do in your secret place or so cause it to grow. Your toiling is also representing of your secret place. And last thing, uh, it does not come without instructions. Remember, we buy something, y'all. You know, by this time, you have a hope to open up your, some presents and things like that. Some of you have some new gadgets and gadgets and and things. But there are some things that you buy that come with instructions, right? And you gotta sit there like I, you know, when in my in my other office, I put all this furniture, and I didn't I didn't pay anybody. <laughs> I ain't paid nobody to uh, put this furniture together, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, and Lord, it was terrible because I had, it, but every piece of furniture that I had, don't you know, it came with a thing of instructions, A and B and C and and this knob and that. I never want to put together. <laughs> I promise you, if I move again, which I, you know, I always move every few years. Uh, when I tell you I'm going to pay somebody, anyway, I think they hit another there. But your divine promotion and your divine growth does not come without instructions. The Bible says, God says, Seek me, seek me in all your ways. Don't make any major uh, decisions without hearing. Instructions from God and obey those instructions. Right? All right, so we're we're we a few years, few years, a few days into our upcoming year. And I hope I to I inspired you. Sometimes I get I get so passionate, and I kind of come hard. But I want to inspire you that this is your season of growth, and I want you to have a growth mindset. But I don't want you to have a lot of mentality. If I just shout long enough, it's gonna come into my hands. If I just shout and I just Hooping. I'm not against shouting I'm not against any of that but I want you if if you're like I said in the last uh, session I think the last uh session uh your profession must match your discipline and so I want you determined to win but listen if if you don't if, if you don't follow God's instructions he's not going to cause you to grow and and the point is when you have a growth mindset you have a winner's mindset you are willing to obey God's instructions, right? So, God, as you are, are continuing to be di- diligent and and and, and 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 consistent over tremendous obstacles and pain that you've had to experience, one day, God will say it's time. All right. God bless you. I'm Dr. Samaria M. You can check me out. Request speaking engagements, I have t shirts, all my other digital books, including that planner at com. If you want to download or attend one of my trainings, it is uh, www, www.trainingchristianleaders.com. If you're located in the state of North Carolina and you want therapy or counseling, we do telehealth and in-office sessions. Go to www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. If you're not located in the state of North Carolina or you're not willing to get to the state of North Carolina, you can go to www.psychologytoday.com and they will be glad uh, to offer you... Um, a, a clinician that's in your area that is not sponsored by psychology today. God bless you. We'll be back on the day and the time. In the new year, honey. Welcome to 2024. Bye.